0: Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Brothers Echo Radio. As you know, I'm your girl, Simone. And I just have to thank you every time I get on. It is a must that I thank each and every one of you all because you all are giving me your time. And I certainly appreciate that. I was looking at the numbers, the metrics, and we are reaching, like we are going up. So I certainly want to thank you all for that I, I want to make sure any and every time I come on I'm going to say thank you because I appreciate it but let me jump right into it because it is my plan that this episode is going to be a, a bit different, a bit shorter because I'm preparing excuse me, for the next guest interview and um just get ready because this is going to be a, a great, a wonderful wonderful surprise but um This week, I've been watching Judge Brown's confirmation hearing. And as I sit back and watch Judge Brown, I will say I'm in awe. I'm in awe because of Judge Brown's story. I'm in awe because of the way Judge Brown conducts herself. And just like many other judges before, and just like many judges that that have sat through the confirmation hearing, they sit there and they have to go through their their record really displayed in front of them, their rulings. And the people, who, if and people are who are not really fit to pour these judges a glass of water, they sit there and they have to take the questions hypothetical questions the ask nine questions but Judge Brown and others they sit there with so much emotional intelligence just the other day Judge Brown I believe it was four hours two two days ago for four hours her record was (coughs) judged by folks that have no knowledge or there's no no knowledge of the law, a lot of opinions. And she sat there quietly and she smiled while each and every one gave their opinion on previous rules. As a matter of fact, I think just today she was asked about her personal uh, belief, her religious belief, and when life began. But the judge went back to the law and she kept things, the main thing, the main thing. Yes, this is my belief. However, I'm not here for that. I'm here to discuss and argue and protect the law of the land. And when she came back, I, I don't I forgot the name of the, the individual who asked that hypothetical question. Or not the hypothetical question, but asked about her thoughts, her beliefs, and when life began. The poise that this judge displayed. And she showed that no matter what you ask me, I'm not gonna break because I know exactly who I am. I understand and I know my area of law and my study. It was to the point, and I'm so upset, I can't think of this uh, individual's name. He went on to say no further questions because he couldn't hammer up. And also Judge Brown, she understood, and I believe she understood that this is something that the judges before her had to go through as well. Because when you look at it, this is a life thing. Because once she is confirmed, once she, and I believe she will be confirmed, she's going to face more trying, more difficult questions than the ones that have been thrown in her, her direction. That's when the work begins. That's when it will begin. Excuse me. So I begin to think about the importance of emotional intelligence. I've talked about it before, but I'm going to do a a deep dive in emotional intelligence. So I'm going to start with the, what is it? When I say emotional intelligence and when you hear it, emotional intelligence is the ability to recognize, to understand, to manage your own feelings, as well as being able to understand and influence the emotions of others. It's important that we're aware of how the emotions drive our behaviors and how it can impact uh, others around us in a positive or negative way. So, you know, while our emotions, our feelings may, uh, it can seem like a vague concept, right? The way you feel may seem vague. There's certain ways that we can develop this, develop the skill, but I want to talk about what it is. Pretty much keeping your feelings in check. That's just a simple way to put it. For me, that's a simple way to put it. And it's often disappointing for when I see women and just see people just act out when because they're upset about something that happened in the family or at the job or at a church or in a neighborhood and they just lash out. Just the other day I was I was watching a story and this neighbor was upset about loud music. I mean, the music was just loud that happens in the neighborhood, but she began to scream so loud to the point other neighbors ran out because they're thinking someone's hurt. Someone's in trouble, but no, she allowed herself to get so angry. Now we're talking about a woman who appeared to be maybe in her early fifties and she's outside just screaming bloody murder because of the loud music and a few neighbors, you know, of course they were surprised taking it back and like, Hey, what is this? And while others were around laughing and mocking her, this individual, I felt sorry for her because I, I made a point to just kind of really focus in on her body language, her eyes. And I'm thinking this person is so lost because in that moment, I don't know that she, I'm not sure if she realizes that she's out there making a fool of herself. Now that may be a a kind of grand example, but emotional intelligence, let's bring it home in our workplace in our workspace. When we're upset with our colleague about something that is said or something (laughs) that someone may have done. And now we're not talking to that individual. Or now relaxing out or coming across passive-aggressive. That truly shows a lack of emotional intelligence. And I'll say, and I've shared before, I've had to learn. I have to train myself because I shared in a few episodes that I don't know if some of you remember with the young lady that I just refused to speak to. Because I didn't like something about her or something she said. It was something so ridiculous. I, I, I'm embarrassed even to bring it up again. But that that went to show where I was at that time. Right? And it's important to you know that emo- emotions, your feelings can lead you to act without even thinking. Back to that woman that's screaming in her neighborhood. And then when you understand the importance of keeping yourself in check having emotional intelligence can help you avoid situations like that one neighbor. It can help you avoid situations where you may act on impulse rather than fact. And all I'm saying is it's so important to understand and manage these feelings. So someone, what are you talking about? What am I talking about? Right. I had a great conversation with someone today. I was uh, uh, doing some administrative stuff, you know, and it led into a conversation with another woman, a black woman. And we we're just talking about our experiences that we've, and we have, we've had similar experiences and we we're working through something. <clears throat> we both had to work through something. I'm being very careful with my words. So this individual was was sharing with me that there were some issues with some folks who have been mistreating others other colleagues of hers but they were doing it in such a covert way but she recognized it immediately microaggressions and certain things uh, these these members were what they were doing and she recognized it and what she said to me was you know 10 years ago I would have met this people. I I would have cussed them out. I would have told them, you know, you don't know who you're talking to. It would have been some hands laid. And this would have happened, that would have happened, and this would have happened 10 years ago. But today, I've learned life has taught me how to play chess when you're dealing with folks that just pay monopoly. And so, for that reason, I've dealt with people in such a tr- strategic way where I no longer lose myself because of these individuals. And I laughed because I certainly related to everything that she was saying. Because there was a time where if someone were to say something to me out of the way, it probably would have ruined most of my morning, whatever time of day it happened, because I would have had to find a way if I didn't address it right then. Oh, no, you going not see me. We're gonna to get to the bottom of this, and I'm thinking at the time I'm gonna have one up on that individual, not realizing that person already had one up on me because of my reaction, emotional intelligence, and and I certainly years ago was lacking that as well. And we begin to talk about certain things, and in a the moment we begin and understand the importance of keeping ourselves in check and learning that and learning that every comment does not deserve a response. And I think I've said this before, and I learned this from my father and my, and my mother, that I never give a person what they expect. Because when you do that, that person controls you. So I make a point to never give anyone, I'm going to say that one more time. Never give anyone something. I'm not going to give you what you think you're going to get. That's just not going to happen. And that's why when you act out of your feelings and feelings are so temporary, When you act out of your feelings, your feelings will lead you in a way to act without thinking. Our jails are so full of young men and women and some older. Because they they decided to just, I got to keep it real. You said this, now, boom, I'm just going to pop off on you. And now because it's happened, you lost something. When you talk about emotional intelligence, that can play a large role in how you have difficult conversations. How you deal with stress and not being overwhelmed. Resolving conflict. And it also helps you create a collaborative environment. Right? I'm going to go back to conflict. When me and the sister was talking today. And there are some situations that really most would have understood had we acted out recent situations, had we acted out and addressed it. They would have probably understood, but not agreed with it. And as a professional, when something comes my way, it's so a key. It's so key. and so important to me to represent who I am as a person, as a woman, as a mom, as a professional to say, you know what? Let me walk away from a certain situation if I can, because see where I'm going is greater than where I am right now. And so that certainly kept me, really has kept me because I can see where I'm going. I know my long term goals. I know what it is that I want to do. My long term goals, one of them, and I don't mind sharing it. One long term goal I will share is I I would love to be and I will be a policy writer. And I want to write policy as pertains to pertains to diversity, as it pertains to um, equal employment law. And so in order to get the positions that I need to get to. They got they those who in those hiring positions must understand and must feel comfortable and must trust the fact that when they see me, they see a professional. They see someone, someone that they can take seriously. But if they see someone that I can't get along with anyone. I just got to approach you when you say something out of the way to me. I have to approach you. Because if I don't, that attacks my, I feel like that you're, t- my ego is taking over. There's no way I'm going to make it to that particular goal. I have many, many goals. But there's no, there's no way I'm going to make it to that goal judge brown so i watched this judge i just can't i gotta describe it to you the way she sat there with a smile as other people who like i said have no understanding no concept of law tried their best to shake her and nothing didn't work they didn't get what they were looking for but tried to shake her And she sat there and she smiled and she answered the question based on law. And she cited her responses. She cited the dockets. She cited, okay, judgments and there was no nothing that they were looking for what they were expecting. So what am I saying? What I'm saying is it's so important that you keep you in check. Because the moment you lose that, you're giving someone else the pencil to write that check for you. And I refuse to give you the writing tool of to my life. To let, allow another person to be the author of my life. That's God. Not you. Not anyone. And I watched her. And I can't stop watching the hearing. As I watch her, I say, this is a master class in how to be and conduct yourself. In any and all environment. This right here. I'm watching masterclass. And your emotions. Now I will say no. It's not easy. I am not all the way there. Where I can just turn the other cheek. But you know what? I, I, I do. I try my best. But there are moments I've slipped. But I haven't slipped. And it hit my head. There are going to be moments in your life where your feelings may get hurt. But understand, feelings are so temporary. And it's so key to me, I'm going to speak for myself. It's so important to me that I, I, I refuse to allow a moment to destroy my future. Because it can happen in a second. A word, a, a argument, ridiculous things, ridiculous disagreements can hinder where I'm going if I allow my feelings to take over. So for me, to you, when you go in the places of business, when you go to your church, when you go to your neighborhood, when you go to certain clubs that you're a part of be better and walk taller it doesn't matter who is saying what about you at all because so what and that's why it's so important to me to have a vision board because see that my vision board keeps me on track of my many goals where I can say, okay, this, these are my goals on my phone. This is one goal right here. And I'm pretty close to this one. So when someone comes from the right or the left or from the back with something that, that could hinder this goal that doesn't add to that goal, I keep my face straight forward and focus on where I'm going, where the Lord has taken me because I refuse to allow anything, especially something temporary. the the cause of setback. Judge Brown. If you all, if you have a moment, if you have not watched, watch Judge Brown. Attend that masterclass on how to be and how to conduct yourself. There have been times when I've been in meetings and I'm sitting here across from a person or near a person, and people in a room, and I'm watching them make little, little comments about maybe someone in the room or uh, about me. Now, I could, I could address it, and say, you know, I don't appreciate you saying X, Y, Z, or questioning their motives or, or the why, or I could play chess and say, okay, I see what you're doing. This is my next move in my head now. I'm not going to say it out loud. This is my next move because I need to get to this angle right here to get this piece out of the way because this is where I need to go. That is how you keep your emotions in check. All things being normal. Now, there's blatant disrespect going on. Address it and use the proper channels for that. But what we're talking about our future. And we're talking about being an example. And oftentimes, too, I'm about to take another left turn. Sometimes, at, there may be times where you may be the only person that looks like you. And I heard Swiss Beat say something one day, and I th- I thought it was so interesting. He said, "Being black is a team sport." Because oftentimes, when you turn to the news and you see something happen, and it's someone who looks like me, and let's say that something could just something just crazy, where a person decided to hurt a bunch of people, or a person may have done something, let's just say, embarrass themselves. You feel that like, "dang, not a brother, not a sister, what? Because the team's sport, and it may not be fair, but I understand and I understood what he was saying, and oftentimes you may be in a space where you may be the only person, the only woman, the only black woman, the only black man, the only who the only one. And then when you lash out in a way that's not like, in a way that you should not lash out, unfortunately, it's a team sport. Or fortunately, it's a team sport as well. So what am I saying? Keep it together. Please don't be that woman that was screaming at her neighbor because the music was loud. Because I, I not tell you, I'll just... I just kind of stopped and watched her body language, in her eyes, and and I saw the loss of control. And I saw and I listened to the mockers around her, people who were mocking her and and laughing and joking and and egging her on and 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 just doing things. Now she's already out of control, but then they were just throwing that wood on the fire, and I just and I just step st- stood back and I was just in shock. I'm thinking, wow. This person has no control over that that moment. Don't let that be you. Be the person that understands who you are and check that feeling because that feeling doesn't run you. You run you. So when you're upset, understand it, check it, and press. If it needs to be addressed, address it. But don't don't become. Don't get unglued. And now if you lost yourself, you lost your name because of a feeling. And if you don't know anything, if I'm not making any sense, watch that masterclass, Judge Brown. My masterclass, however, has been always and always will be my mom. The way she cares herself. I tell everyone and I mean it. My mom is the smartest woman walking. She has a brilliant mind. Brilliant. And so my mom has been my example. And so when I watched Judge Brown, I th- I thought about women like my mom, my mom and, and some others. But my, I thought about my mom. So as I, as I just said, if you have no, no clue, no idea what I'm talking about, watch the confirmation hearing. I don't know who I'm talking to, but move better. Never give someone the power to write the next scene of your life. Because you do that when you lose yourself and you allow your emotions to take over. That's when you do that. And as always, I want to thank you all for tuning in. I want to thank you all for giving me your time. And thank you for your emails. And if you want to reach me, feel free. And I'm on Brothersechoradio at gmail.com. That is radio at gmail.com with your girl, Simone. So feel free to hit me up. I love the emails. I love the feedback and what you're giving me. And give me your thoughts. And as I said before, we have some guests coming on this show. And I'm so excited. I cannot wait for you to see. I got one major one I'm working on. That's going to blow your mind. I'm already excited about this guest. But more importantly, out of everything I've ever said on this show, live this life for an audience of two. God and you. i see you next week. Bye.